0: Your views, your news, your Limerick Today with Joe Netsch on Live 95.
1: very best of luck. Now, in the news over the last few days was the slightly surprising story that the final ever Beatles song has been released. But what is it about the band that continues to generate so many headlines? In an attempt to answer this, Live 95's resident Beatles fanatic Ashlyn has prepared the following.
2: Hello, my name is Paul McCartney and I play bass guitar. Hello, people there.
0: I'm George Harrison and I play solo guitar. Yeah. This is Ringo Starr and I play drums. This is John Lennon and I play better guitar. <laughs> A tale that changed the course of musical history. Four working class boys from Liverpool became the most influential act of the 20th century in the space of just 10 years. Now they have released their final single. From the early smash hits that defined the swinging sixties, penned by childhood friends John Lennon and Paul McCartney, the Beatles soared to international success. The quartet, with distinctive haircuts and a love for rock and roll, spurred a seismic cultural shift. With Beatlemania marking the emergence of a lucrative and vocal teenage market.
2: Man, I'll always love them, even when I'm a hundred and five-year-old an grandmother. I'll love them. And Paul McCartney, if you are listening, Adrian from Brooklyn loves you with all her heart.
0: never stopped evolving, with later records defined by introspection and pushing creative boundaries. The band were not only instrumental in finally getting popular music recognised as an art form, but also explored classical, hard rock, folk and psychedelia influences.
3: Let me take you down
0: Later records were also defined by the development of George Harrison's songwriting, and while it gifted some of their most iconic and recognizable tunes, this power struggle for songwriting credits in each album also caused friction within the group. Here comes the sun. Doo-doo-doo. Here comes the sun. I say it's alright. Despite splitting up in 1970, after exactly 10 years together, the Beatles are still the best-selling musical act of all time, alongside being the most successful act in the history of the US Billboard charts and having the most number one albums in the UK albums chart. Their song Yesterday is the most covered song in history, with greats from all genres, from David Bowie to Fiona Apple, releasing their covers of the Fab Four's music. Not only pioneers for their catchy love songs, they were revolutionary in technology, changing how artists viewed their recording studios forever. Now, with the help of artificial intelligence, the world is treated to the final Beatles record. Now and Then was found on a cassette labelled for Paul John Lennon prepared shortly before his death in 1980. New technology has helped remove background interference from his iconic vocals, alongside pairing it with recordings from the late George Harrison and surviving members Ringo Starr and Paul McCartney. A final gift to music from a band whose legacy will continue to shape culture for generations to come.
1: Seriously, if I'd written even one of those songs, I'd be on a permanent world tour just with it. It's just extraordinary to hear that selection and a great piece there from Ashlyn. And in the studio, I have Steve Ryan, who is course director of the Masters of Songwriting at the Irish World Academy at UL and Damien Milan, manager of Steamboat Music in Limerick. You're both very welcome, Steve. It's
2: outrageous talent, isn't it? Ah, oh, it is outrageous as the word. Yeah, and it's such a, a short space of time to to impact the world of, of popular music and songwriting in ten years, as Ashley said there, uh, and how it has permeated like until yesterday. You know, when when they or today even when they've released this this new song, which is, is been pitched as the final ever Beatles song. Uh, their impact is far-reaching. I, I remember. Uh, growing up and listening to music in the 80s and 90s I mean I could hear Beatles samples and, and, and Beatles kind of pastiches in music at Soul, Beastie Boys Soundgarden, Beck, all heavily indebted to Beatles music so any new wave of music it seems you know they, they are indebted to the, the work the Beatles did in that short space of time.
1: I mean do young people still have an interest in Beatles stuff?
3: Uh, absolutely yeah um, inside in the shop we, we have, we have uh, plenty of kids coming in um, um, but they, they still love their, their new music, whether it's Taylor Swift or Ed Sheeran or whatever. But time and time again, we, we, we see young kids coming in um, and they go for the older stuff and, and the Beatles are, are the go-to. They're, they're the, um, <clears throat> without without shadow of a doubt, the, the, the biggest uh, and most impactful of, of, of all the groups that came out um, over the years since since popular music began in, in uh, from the rock and roll era onwards. It, it, the Beatles are are at the top, no question.
1: Yeah. And the other thing is, I mean, we heard Elon Musk going on yesterday about AI and no requirement for a job and it can do everything. Well, it might be able to help clean up that song and put it back together. But I'm sorry, I, I, I can't see that level
2: of genius coming from anywhere but human beings. Yeah, I mean, I was on here a few weeks ago talking about A on songwriting with with uh, yeah. Nikki Wolf, uh, and I was talking about kind of technological developments within music and recording over the years. And the Beatles pioneered that back in the sixties with George Martin. You know, they were using the studio as an instrument. They were recording the tape, cutting it up, putting it back together backwards, reversing tape. You know, taking bits of different songs, sticking it together, and they were pioneers of music technology. And and even with the release of this, you know, so many decades later. This is pioneering music technology they have used again to release yet another new Beatles song, you know. Peter Jackson, the man who made that fantastic Get Back documentary there a couple of years ago, used AI to clean up video recordings, to clean up old audio recordings that, you know, people couldn't have heard otherwise. And they've used this to isolate John Lennon's voice from a little dodgy cassette, basically, a demo cassette from 1978 and they've cleaned it up as if as if he sang it last week it's amazing it's remarkable, it really. remarkable is. isn't it yeah it is remarkable we're going to hear
1: the whole song a little bit later on we'll take a short break so we are talking about the release of the Beatles final song so many decades later and now and then and we'll hear that uh, song in full in a little bit but with me in the studio I have Steve Ryan from the Irish World Academy and Damien Milan is manager of Steamboat Music uh, and after Ashlyn, uh, who put together a great piece at the beginning of our chat is also with us. Now Ashlyn, you're in your 20s, but you're a huge Beatles fan.
0: Yeah, I discovered John Lennon and Joe when I was like 15 and I honestly think it like opened a chamber in my mind that like I've absolutely adored them ever since and I, yeah, I love music anyway but I, honestly I would have to say the Beatles have to be one of my favourites. Um, so I was so excited when I found this. Like people probably know that they released um, cassettes in the 90s. They reworked some of John Lennon's work and it was the last time Ringo, George and Paul were together and it's one of my favourite songs. It's real love. So I was delighted for this and I, I think it's, it's incredible incredible that they're able to use technology to come back.
1: I I love that expression, open the chamber in your (laughs) mind explain
0: more. I just think John Lennon's way of thinking is just incredible I genuinely think he's a genius and um, it was just the way, uh, like mind games I think it was like Killian Murphy put together a playlist for BBC Sounds and that was the first time I heard him and I just, ever since I've been obsessed with anything he's touched and I'm constantly going back to his records I I think he's incredible, and obviously all the Beatles are amazing but I just think John Lennon had something special about him. Yeah, yeah
1: um, I, I look. I'm showing my age a bit here now, but it's, I often think of Oasis. You know, I think they were heavily influenced, weren't they, by the Beatles, um, Steve? And you do wonder how much more they might have done if creative differences hadn't gotten the way.
2: Yeah, I mean, the, the first couple of bars there were the guitar and piano of now and then this new Beatles song. It could be one of the latter day Oasis songs quite easily. Absolutely, you know, you can you could just imagine Noel or Liam Gallagher's voice coming in there. And I think uh, this song gives us a nice snapshot of of how the Beatles may have sounded had they not split up. It was written in 1978, kind of in a solo capacity by John Lennon, and he was between albums. He had released a kind of rock and roll tribute album in 1975 and he was going to release uh, the the pioneering double fantasy in 1980 so he hadn't released anything he was at home being being a household husband and, and raising their son uh, Sean Lennon and he was making demos the whole time uh, and for who nobody's quite sure but Sean Lennon his son has said dad was just always making music he may not have been on tour he may not have been releasing albums but he was there at the piano with his little cassette players making music for For the sake of it. For the love of it, which is where they
1: started. I mean, that's that's the reality. And Damien, Sean's been in touch to say the Beatles made 13 classic albums in the space of eight years, all moving forward, creating new sounds and music production. The two biggest bands in the world in modern times, Coldplay and U2, put out the same album every four or five years. No comparison. (laughs) Discuss.
3: Uh, For me, there's no comparison either. The Beatles are absolutely... Um, so much more ahead in, in in terms of quality of songwriting and in the, just the scope of of sound they created over that short space of time. Um, it really is; it, it, it's an incredible journey musically, and 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 it kind of almost was in tandem with with the with the growing change in counterculture in the sixties. Anyway, and they were at the the, the forefront of it, um, and, and you know that permeated through every. Art form um, into fashion, film, whatever you name it, and and they were part of that, um, and they created that 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 moment, which which I think everyone looks back on as this kind of pinnacle of youthful, vibrant culture, where 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 just creativity was was at the top of the charts and at the top of uh, everyone's mind. It was a remarkable time, and they were they were at
2: the the forefront of that.
1: Who's come closest since? I mean, would Springsteen compare, for example?
2: Yeah, possibly. Taylor Swift, maybe. Uh, I mean, uh, all these artists who are still pioneering and uh, are still working, you know, Bruce Springsteen. Absolutely, absolutely. And has, you know, I mean, the Beatles existed in a very, very short space of time uh, and it just so happened that um, they, they were at a tipping point and the music they created and, and the approaches they used is untouchable and has been ever since. And you speak about Bruce Springsteen, I, I mentioned Taylor Swift. I mean, you can clearly hear Beatles' influence going through their their major hits if not their entire back catalogue
1: because of the level of genius that you were dealing with and to be fair and I mean there are all these arguments about who was the most talented and you know who was the best writer and who was the best but they were all extraordinary in their own way was it almost inevitable that it was going to crash and burn eventually
3: I think, yeah. I, I mean, it, it, it happened so many bands. I guess the Rolling Stones somehow managed to to keep it going through the years. Kept rolling. Um, boop, boop. They kept rolling, yeah. <laughs> um, but the the Beatles, yeah, I, I mean, I, I guess they were very strong personalities. And I think there was a lot of love there between them. But there was, there was also a, a lot of infighting and a, and a lot of different perspectives on things. And it inevitably inevitably went the way it did. I mean, could they have kept up going into the 70s and 80s and still remained as impactful? I mean... Who knows? It it could be a bit of a stretch. I mean, the sound uh, of of popular music completely changed in the 70s and and again in the 80s.
1: I mean, there's been a lot done, including in podcast series in more recent times about the Beatles-Irish connections. And of course, they came from Liverpool, and I don't think that was any great surprise. You know, a very creative place in many respects, lots of different influences, including the Irish influence there.
2: Yeah, I think uh, Kevin Barry wrote a, a wonderful novel about that a couple of years ago as well, about John Lennon visiting his ancestral home. I remember reading that. Uh, kind of a lockdown memory after popping my mind there, actually. Um, but in terms of, I, I don't know, in the Irish influence, I mean, they, they were working class uh, kids from Liverpool of Irish extraction. Um, what always blows my mind about the Beatles is that not one of the Beatles ever learned how to read or write music. Uh, so they were completely self-taught and they were they were making kind of their own instruments and kind of the jug band kind of era until till they got their own instruments and learned to play play that themselves. Um So they really came from a working class <coughs> background in that in re- that regard, and they were really self made, you know. Right. Okay, so their best song for you? I, I have thought about this. Do you, do you want to go first before I unveil mine?
3: <laughs> You're going to unveil yours. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. It, it changes so much. Um. um I, I, Strawberry Fields is still like an incredible track that I always return to but um, Great shout yeah Steve uh, Maybe She's So Heavy as well I don't know Yeah
2: that would be up there yeah. it was between She's So Heavy and also off the same album uh, Because by the Beatles and Because the which is an acapella song the vocals in that actually pop up in this new song they've used some of the backing vocals from Because in Now and Then um, And for you Ashton.
0: It was be Strawberry Fields Forever as well or Julia, which is like one from the White Album but I love that to bits. It's one of my favourite songs of all time, I'd say. Yeah,
1: yeah wow okay well listen thank you very much we are in the next hour going to play this new single I might be transported back in time Steve or something on 23 here's a new Beatles song
3: here's
1: a new Beatles song <laughs> that we're going to play for you in uh, the next hour and I really enjoyed the chat this morning listen thank you both very much for coming in uh, Steve Ryan Course Director of the Masters of Songwriting at the Irish World Academy and of course well known performer in his own right and Damien Milan Manager of Steamboat Music in uh, the city and thank you very much Ashlyn well, that was uh, great.
2: Your views, your news, your limerick today with Joe Nesch on Live 95.